1 Samuel 18, verses 6 through 16. As they were coming home, when David returned from striking down the Philistine, the women came out of all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with songs of joy, and with musical instruments. And the women sang to one another as they celebrated. Saul has struck down his thousands and David his ten thousands. And Saul was very angry, and this saying, saying displeased him. He said, They have ascribed to David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed thousands. And what more can he have but the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that day on. The next day a harmful spirit from God rushed upon Saul, and he raved within his house while David was playing the lyre. As he did day by day, Saul had his spear in his hand, and Saul hurled the spear, for he thought, I will pin David to the wall. But David evaded him twice. Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him, but had departed from Saul. So Saul removed him from his presence and made him a commander of a thousand. And he went out and came in before the people. And David had success in all his undertakings, for the Lord was with him. And when Saul saw that he had great success, he stood in fearful awe of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David, for he went out and came in before them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. All right. Well, moving on through 1 Samuel, Saul has kind of re-entered the picture for the first time since David and Goliath. Yeah. And, you know, the last time we saw him, he was, you know, kind of just really pleased with David yeah. and, you know, trying to figure out whose son he was. And, but... Saul's coming back. He hears this new song mm -hmm. that's being sung, and it really displeases him. Yeah. So, Kate, Jennifer McClish, thoughts on this passage? Yeah, I just think it's interesting that it is such a stark contrast mm. to yesterday's passage uh, on yeah. Yeah. David and Jonathan and how we just saw that theme of um, Jonathan's humility and his lack of jealousy um and here like at least in my bible it the title of this section is called Saul's jealousy of David and we just see so clearly that where David is getting more glory where it says Saul has struck down his thousands and David his ten thousands and Saul is so offended by this and upset by this and so jealous about this um and ultimately that is just painting this picture or continuing to paint this picture of Saul's desire for his own glory and not for the glory of God. Absolutely. And the way that that has manifested itself in him at this point is through jealousy yeah. and how ugly it is. And right. An interesting contrast also, not, not only to Jonathan, but also to David. Yeah. Because it's, you know, Saul, we we're told earlier in the book, that basically all the days he's king, he's going to war with the Philistines mm -hmm. and, and routing them. Like mm -hmm. he's very successful mm -hmm. in those military endeavors. And, you know, what we see in, in the story of David and Goliath is David remembers God's faithfulness to him yeah. and is so confident in him that he's like unbothered yeah. by by whatever, you know, comes his way. He, right. he just knows who the God of Israel is and mm -hmm. what he is like. And here it's like Saul's totally forgotten the past, you know, and, mm -hmm. and he's, yeah. you know, in contrast to Jonathan, it's like he's so insecure and so, you know, jealous. Yeah. And 
he and he in contrast to David, he's just forgetful. It's yeah. like it's like God's never done anything for him, and you know, it's like he's done everything to deserve, right? You know, this glory when he's actually the one who kind of traded it in, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And you can see Saul like just how deceitful sin is when yeah. you start to look away from the mm-hmm. face or not see that you're in the presence of God. Um, and then, because I think it's really interesting how he responds to recognizing that the Lord is with David. It's mm-hmm. like Saul was afraid of David then. And yeah. Saul, but instead his his response to David is to remove himself from him, um, his presence. And I always found that like so sad um, so many times in the New Testament when you would see the people wrestling with the things that Jesus said and if they would say something hard or or they had like this real fear when they recognized, oh my goodness, this is the son of God. And you saw it with the people at the Gerasenes, you know, after the demon possessed man was um, healed that they were afraid. They wanted Jesus out of there. Yeah. They did not want to be. So just like that response of fear versus faith where a person of faith recognizes how dangerous God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet we're drawn to him because of his mercy and his grace and his love and his offer of salvation. And you can just kind of see that playing out even here where Saul is removing himself from the anointed. And yet the people and Jonathan, they see it and they're attaching themselves to him even mm-hmm. more because they just love him as yeah. he goes out, you know, in and out before him. Them. Yeah. You know, when the Lord is at the center of the narrative mm-hmm. in in one of these characters' eyes, mm-hmm. or, or I hate to call them characters, like people. Right, right. Real <laughs> people. Um, yeah, in one of these exactly. people's lives. It it totally transforms like their their view of how these events are unfolding. And yes. so for Saul, he's always the center of the narrative. Is the people are always the center of the narrative. Right. And so it breeds insecurity, it breeds anger and mm-hmm. rashness. Mm-hmm. For David and Jonathan, the Lord is actually at the center of the narrative. Yep. And so there's this cool like confidence and you know, they, they seem just like comfortable. Mm-hmm. with you know walking through life being faithful being faithful to one another hmm. and to the lord and, and I, I think another interesting so to flip this narrative looking a little bit forward and you know i would say this is a spoiler but it's the bible so you know, <laughs> I, I don't feel that bad but you know eventually so saul is gonna die in battle mm-hmm. and actually be sort of killed by you know he he basically makes this friendly soldier like kill him mm-hmm. and then the soldier like happily obliges and then runs to David at the beginning of second Samuel and tells him like like he brings him the crown and basically says mm-hmm. like I you know Saul's out of the picture now right. and you know this is after David's been on the run from Saul forever yeah and so you would think David's response would be like Sweet. Okay. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. Actually, Saul fell on. He wouldn't do it, right? Now I'm remembering. Like Saul falls on his own sword, but the guy claimed that he killed. Oh well, okay, right. Yes, but yes, it's yes. like same That's thing. That's actually correct. Yes, but David, but, you're right. David in, is yeah. not happy. Yeah. Yeah. So in verse ten, this Amalekite soldier tells him, like, so I stood beside him and killed him yes. because I was sure that he could not live after he'd fallen. Oh. And so he tells David and then, you know, expecting this pat on the back, probably a good seat in David's cabinet. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then David tears his clothes and weeps. And then mm-hmm. he tells that young man, uh, 
how is it you are not afraid to put out your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Mm. So what does he call Saul has been nothing but treacherous and antagonistic and evil towards him. And what is Saul's identity in David's eyes? The Lord's anointed. anointed. Like his David's internal narrative is so wrapped around the Lord that, you know, even in the face of like these events that, totally painted Saul as or where Saul was wicked mm-hmm. yeah he he still viewed it through the Lord's narrative mm-hmm. right and was like faithful to that it's mm. good, good stuff yeah well so as we I guess you know as as we look at this passage and, and consider it um, another another great reminder to live with the the heart and narrative of the Lord on our mind. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to continue to see. So now Saul is jealous and he's really mad, but he also is kind of afraid of David. Like he knows yeah. he can't really do anything mm-hmm. except to honor him in the eyes of the people. We're going to see where that leads us tomorrow. So can't thank wait. you for listening. See you then. For Jennifer McClish and Kate Clark, second day in a row. <laughs> Kate Clark. Uh, I'm Will Carlisle. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.